Hi, listeners. During our time of isolation, we have also stayed away from the radio studio, so I will be repeating some shows for a few weeks from 2016 and 2017. I hope you enjoy them and continue to listen to KBXL 94.1. Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Christian Radio. And I pray that your life is touching others' lives for Jesus Christ around this nation, around this city, around your neighborhood, because we've got to share the good news with Jesus. Recently, I had the Gideon organization in. If you're not familiar with them, they are a bunch of lay people who have chosen uh, to take time to go to churches, go to organizations, and share about the Gideon's ministry, which is putting Bibles in motels, in schools, uh, I mean, given to kids at schools, and yeah, well, you wish you could have them in schools, and given them to the military, and all across the nation, the Gideons have given over two billion Bibles away. Yes, B I L L I O N, Bibles away. How many of people's lives have been touched because they have read the Word of God? In the back of the Gideon Bible, you find the plan of salvation. You can find out how to accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and be heaven bound. It's awesome. I love having them. I give them a few minutes in my service. Uh, then I follow up a message. And today I'm kind of sharing the follow-up message, what I, what I followed up with them uh, a couple weeks ago. But, I, man, I support them because I want them, uh, I want Bibles to go continue to go into this lost world. They, have a, they don't take an offering, but they stand there with the Bibles open at the back of the sanctuary when, when you're done. And you just donate. Well, if you feel like donating, you donate. It was awesome. We gave a little over $1,800 that Sunday, which I was very happy for, because that's over 1,700 Bibles that we were able to purchase to help change the world. It's a great ministry, and I hope if you your church isn't involved in it, that it would be, because, hey, look, 10 minutes out of a service once a year, uh, man, I tell you what, it's the best 10 minutes we spend, and uh, God has blessed it abundantly. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the listeners. Thank you for the Gideon ministry. God, how they have changed the lives and the course of history because of getting Bibles into the hands of so many that need it. And I pray, Lord, these Bibles that go out, that they would be used for your glory and that people would read and come to know you in a powerful and mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. If you take the Bible away, folks, you've done away with the entire message of God. That's what's sad about courthouses and states and schools. And, you know, we try to remove the Bible in every way we possibly can. It's been removed. It's been amazing watching the force of evil take over. It continues to happen. People don't want the Bible seen or heard, even though it is the Word of God. It is an active, living Word of God. We wonder why America struggles so much, and I believe it's because so many people ignore the Word of God. We want others to tell us what to believe. You know, most of most are kind of just hanging on for dear life in their spiritual lives, and they need to get in touch with the Word of God. Most wouldn't wouldn't have to if they knew what they believed in and had faith in. And how do you know that? And you know that by reading the Word of God. Faith begins in believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and He came to bring transformation to your life. I hope you believe that today. I hope you believe that Jesus Christ wants to come into your life. He wants to change your life. He wants you to believe on Him, believe that He was born and He died and He rose again for you, that He went to the cross with your sins on His back. You know, um, in 1996, Barna did a survey that said 42% of Americans believe the Bible is to be the literal Word of God and that you can bank on it. 42%. Well, obviously, that means 58% do not believe that. 
58 people percent do not believe that it is the actual word of God, the truth, even though in America over 70% claim to be Christian. How can you claim to be Christian and if you don't believe the word of God? The word of God is our backing. It is our it, it is our everything. We have to believe the word of God. If we don't believe the word of God, folks, you're in trouble right now. If you believe the word of God is false, it isn't true, and it's just that this has stories in it, I'm telling you what, you're hurting. You are really hurting. Over half the Americans say they have a hard time understanding the Bible, and I can understand that sometimes, because sometimes if you get into reading the Bible, all of a sudden it's all the begats, all the all the beginnings, all the different things that uh, that just doesn't seem interesting to you. You don't have the practical application. And we know that that's why when I have someone that's new in believing in Jesus Christ, I have them first read the book of John when they hear the story of Jesus and see what Jesus did and his actions. And then I have them read through some of the New Testament passages before going to the Old Testament passages and the, and the stories of life and the story of in the beginning, you know, and this and that. So, you know, I think I think there I see why people say they have a hard time understanding. Then there's some translations that people just don't understand. And, and there's some people that do not like changing translations and they think it's wrong in the different translations, which I totally disagree with in the sense that when you look at the original Greek and you look at the original Hebrew and Aramaic and, and see uh, even from way back from some of the scrolls they found, they re- you realize that the truth is said in different ways, but it's the truth. Uh, sometimes uh, people say because they don't have it in this certain Bible, then it's it's not true. Well, I, it's not true when it alters the change of what the original context was. If the context is not changed, but is said so you could understand it, hey, folks, that's that's going to help you in your life. But um, sometimes we get arguing over some of the most crazy things. But, but you know, some of these people, they just start to think, oh, I'm just going to read the Bible. So they get into Genesis and they read, way in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of the Lord. God hovered over the waters and God said, let there be light and so so forth and so on. And then it kept going on. God said, let the land produce the living creatures. And they, they move on into, you know, then it goes in Adam and Eve and it talks about the fall of man. And that, that's, yeah, that stuff starts getting a little more interesting. Then later on, it gets into gene- genealogies and you get in the New Testament, you know, you you start off over in in Matthew and even even when you're starting in Matthew, you're thinking, oh boy, is this going to be, I don't know if I can read this or not because, you know, some of it doesn't make sense to you, but it's like Matthew starts off with genealogy. It says, this is a genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham is father of Isaac, Isaac is father of Jacob, Jacob is father of Judah and brothers, Judah is father of Perez, Perez is Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. That went on for 16 verses. And so people said, ah, I, yeah, I can't handle that. But folks, when you read the word of God and you you decipher what it has to say and you read the right context and the right, uh, the different books in the Bible, you know, I'm telling you what, your life will be changed. You read the book of John, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not reading the word of God, open the book of John, read through the book of John. Then you, if you want something easy to follow and easy to understand too, then you can go to first and second Peter and James. It's wonderful. In the book of Romans, you know, wonderful, uh, wonderful Paul writings that you can understand very much. So, and the church, the letters to the churches of the Ephesians and Galatians and Colossians and Philippians, they're great passages. You can see and you can get it. And sometimes people just start just reading through Genesis all the way and then they get bored. Folks, stay with the word of God. Read it for its truth. Allow it to change your life. God wants to change the universe, and he's done it through the word of God. He's given us a Bible. 
Sometimes we know what we are to do with life, but guess what? We do nothing about it. Nothing about it. You know, we just we just kind of watch and uh, and uh, say, hey, well, whatever happens, happens. There's I showed a little picture of a cat in church on on this Sunday, uh, holding a sign in his mouth that that said, uh, I I uh, I did nothing about eating this uh, eating the mouse or something like that. And I and I said, well, lucky for the mouse that the cat did nothing about it. But folks, in our lives, we have a word of God at our disposal. And if we do nothing about it, we fail to learn to know God's power through His Word. For years, there's been many stories of transformed lives because of what took place in the Bible. I read a story recently about a man named Doug from Indiana. He lived in a tiny town way out in the country, and rarely had had he ever been in the big city. In fact, uh, I've been in Indiana many times, and our church headquarters is in Anderson, Indiana, but they are so many little towns. I've driven out in the little towns. I've driven out in the Amish land. I love Amish country. I've told you that before. I love just hanging out with around the Amish people and just kind of watching them and listening, and it's very fascinating. In Indiana, especially in the Shipshewana area, just out of South Bend, there is uh, great communities of Amish. And Man, it's just fun. But this guy lived out in a place like that, but never went to the big city hardly at all. And so he went with his friend. They have big Indianapolis 500 course in Indianapolis, and they have these big celebrations. So they went to this big place where it's just packed with people, people everywhere. He's with his friend, and he was kind of uncomfortable being there because there were so many people. Well, he got separated from his friend. He got lost in the crowd, and he wasn't used to even being in a crowd. And he did, excuse me, he didn't even have a cell phone. And it was going to be impossible. It was like finding a needle in a haystack. And then Indiana, and then all of a sudden, they had one of those Indiana storms. And I don't know if you know, I've been there in Indiana and some of those storms, the clouds feel like they're right on top of you. Feel like you could jump up and touch a, uh, a cloud. And the lightning comes and hits the ground. And the thunder, is it's just unbelievable. The hail, the amount of rain, we don't even get it in Idaho. We have such fair weather. We don't even begin to understand the depths of what takes place there. Well, he was a little scared. He was a little bit nervous. And so he was, finally, he something came to mind. He remembered a passage that he'd read. That's why I'm telling you it's important to read the Bible because there are things that come to mind. He remembered this passage. It was Deuteronomy 31.6. It says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. You've heard me use that quote before. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Well, then he looked up to heaven, this guy did, and he says, get me out of this mess, oh Lord, please get me out of this. If you do this, I will serve you. I will do anything you want me to do. Yes, Lord, I would even go to Bible college. Then after this short prayer, suddenly his friend's car pulled up uh, out by the street. He was able to see the street, and he saw this car, and the car door opened, and he ran over there, and he got in. And he was safe. From being scared, he went to a safe haven. And it was a miracle that he showed up. But he had prayed and asked asked God to lead him. Well, guess what? You remember the promise that he made? Lord, I'll go to Bible school. Even whatever you want if you get me out of this mess. Well, folks, he's now been a missionary for over 30 years. And he says, I look back at that defining scripture that changed my life. Because he had read the word of God and the scripture, Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Of course, that was Moses sharing, and Moses went on to share even later in the, in the passage, in the, I think the 11th through the 
uh, uh, 14th or 11th and 12th verses, he was telling the people, he said, I want you to gather together the men, the women, the children, so you can hear the reading of the Word of God, because you need to know the Word of God. People, we need to know the Word of God. We need to know the truth of the Bible. We must read it. We must be diligent about it. I'm going to continue this message tomorrow, and I am glad you're listening today, and I pray your day is filled with His joy. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.